0: As therapists, I think we all have this basic understanding that if a client comes up with their own solution, this solution is way more likely to stick than if we just tell them what to do. And this is exactly the reason that I am so excited to share this week's article with you, because it involves a systematic way of helping clients problem solve their own solutions through trial and error. Honestly, when I read an article like we are looking at today, I get so excited about the possibilities of occupational therapy and our future as a profession, and I'm excited to dive into this research with you. Welcome to the OT Potential Podcast, where each week we discuss one influential ot related journal article. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lyon OTRL. The article that we are looking at today is called the Cognitive Orientation to Daily Occupational Performance, a Scoping Review. This article comes to us from the Canadian Journal of Occupational Therapy and it was published in 2016. Now let's be honest, we've all experienced times when we as therapists have tried to swoop in and fix some performance issue that a client is having and it simply does not work. Either there is no carryover once we leave the room, or the results for whatever reason just don't stick in the long run, or the client just flat out is not interested in trying our suggestions. And this is why the approach that we are looking at today is so compelling. The Cognitive Orientation to Daily Occupational Performance, or the co-op approach, teaches a learning strategy that helps guide patients to find their own solutions on problems that they have self-identified. There is an amazing TED talk about the co-op approach that I definitely want to direct everyone to who hasn't heard of this approach. The TED Talk is called The Problem with Cookie-Cutter Physical Therapy, and the person giving the TED Talk is an occupational therapist, and her name is Helen Polatico. Sorry, Helen, if I mispronounced your last name. But if you get done with this podcast and you just want to learn a little bit more about this approach, I highly encourage you to watch this TED Talk. I think it's one that every single occupational therapist should watch. But back to this specific article, this article is a scoping review, which means it simply sought to identify the amount of evidence that is out there about the co-op approach. It did not seek to critically appraise the research or determine the efficacy of the co-op approach, but ultimately it concluded that there is enough evidence piling up that a systematic review is now warranted. And as a reminder, a systematic review is one of the highest levels of evidence. There have been randomized controlled trials and other studies that are lower on the evidence pyramid. And now there is enough promising evidence out there that it is time to do this higher level systematic review on this approach. So let's quickly break down some more important details from this article, and then I will get to my big takeaways for occupational therapists from this journal article. First, I just wanted to come back to this big idea behind the co-op approach. Again, the co-op approach is a cognitive treatment strategy. And in the simplest terms, I would say that therapists guide clients to solve performance-based problems using a cognitive strategy that involves these steps. Goal, plan, do, check. In other words, a client sets a goal, makes a plan how to reach it, tries it, and then checks whether it worked or it didn't. And part of the best news for therapists is that this approach has a manual that gives you kind of step by step instructions on how to carry out this approach the program is overall pretty short and sweet it only runs 13 total sessions for 50 minutes each and the client chooses what goals they want to work on via the copm in the ot potential club i will give you links to where you can buy this manual and then there's also another website that has information on trainings that you can go to, to help prepare you to deliver this approach. But circling back to the scoping review aspect of this article, when these authors searched the databases, they found 94 documents that pertain to the co-op approach and 27 of these documents were research articles. And most interesting for me as a therapist was the different populations that this approach is being utilized with the co-op approach was designed for children with developmental coordination disorder but its use has since expanded to include adults and other diagnoses the review found that of these 27 research articles the co-op approach was used with eight different populations including developmental coordination disorder autism spectrum disorder Children with acquired brain injury, adults with chronic stroke, adults with traumatic brain injury, acute stroke, older adults with self-reported cognitive difficulties without a cognitive impairment diagnosis, and finally, older adults with chronic stroke. From what I can tell, both occupational therapists and physical therapists utilize this approach, but I'm pretty sure that it was developed by occupational therapists, and occupational therapists are the majority of the practitioners who are using it. So what were my takeaways for OT practitioners from this research? As always, these are just my personal takeaways and musings and they're really meant to serve as a discussion starter for our online version of the Journal Club um, and just to get your wheels turning about this research. My first takeaway is that I have a hunch that incorporating learning strategies into treatment will be a major part of occupational therapy's future. One of the major themes that we have seen in the OT Potential Club is that the new research coming out is really prompting us to look at and think about what actually prompts behavior change for our clients. We have seen in multiple research articles that practicing specific performance components repetitively does not necessarily translate to improved ADL performance for our clients. For example, you simply can't do an arm bike the whole session and hope that these improvements will translate to improved upper extremity dressing. But if repetition alone doesn't help our clients, what does? Well, one thing that we're seeing repeatedly in learning theory is that having a higher level of challenge helps things stick for our clients. For example, in the co-op approach, they go through a trial and error learning process. And frankly, there is challenge and frustration in trial and error. And as therapists, a lot of times, we want to just set our clients up for success instead of having them go through this painful trial and error experience. But what this research says to me is that when we create a safe environment for our patients to fail and try again, We're really helping them hone some of the most important learning tools, which are coming up with their own solutions, seeing if it works, and then having the courage to try again if it doesn't. And I just want to reiterate again that the TED Talk that I mentioned at the beginning just does a really great job of driving this concept home. So I definitely encourage you to seek it out if you haven't watched it before. Again, it's called The Problem with Cookie Cutter Physical Therapy. And my second takeaway is that the co-op manual is the first manual that we have seen in the club that I feel compelled to go out and buy. When an approach is manualized, that means it can be studied and tested. And honestly, as OTs, we do not have enough manualized approaches. And more so than any treatment approach that we've looked at so far in the club, there is a lot of promising research piling up behind this approach. Um, Again, it hasn't reached that pinnacle of research that we're all really hoping for, which is some solid systematic reviews. But it is promising enough that I feel compelled to add it to my bookshelf. It is relatively inexpensive, it's about $70. And it can be used in multiple practice areas with multiple populations. And at the very least, I just think the principles behind this approach are really important for us as occupational therapists to be wrapping our mind around. Okay, before you go, I wanted to remind you that this podcast is an extension of the OT Potential Club. The OT Potential Club is your online journal club. This is where these article discussions really come to life. And each week I provide a written overview of the article. And we have a forum where therapists from around the world take time that week to discuss the research and share how it applies to their practice. And you guys, I just cannot emphasize enough how magical these discussions are and how thankful I am for the wonderful therapists that take time every week to weigh in on this research. I really hope that you will consider joining us in the club. You can sign in or sign up at otpotential.com. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And I hope this podcast helps you give great care.